coming to you live. It's the Breakfast of Champions podcast. Podcast family, rise like a champion. This is Pam and Robert Champion, and welcome back to the Breakfast of Champion podcast show. And I also would like to welcome back Sarah Cole from the Kids Like Me Child Care and Learning Center. We talked briefly last time in our podcast show about her business and her learning center, and she started touching on some things about how she got her center started. And we, in the last podcast, thought we'd dive in more to get some understanding of what it takes to start up a daycare, a learning center. So Sarah, could you share that with us? The first thing I'd like to do is say thank you, Pam and Robert, again for inviting me back. And thank you to your podcast audience for tuning in to hear what I have to say. The first thing is I want to talk about is in starting a starting your business, whether it be a daycare or anything else. But the first thing you have to do is to envision what it is that you want to do. Uh, when I wanted to start my daycare, I had to envision the daycare, how it would work, what kind of hours I wanted to work, what kind of things I wanted to offer. All of that is what I put into my business plan. So the first thing you're going to do is envision and put it on paper. The next thing is to get to the details. The details, for example, of where things are going to be located. So you've got to decide where it's going to be located. Um, who's your target audience? Who are you Who are you going to provide the service to? Or who are you going to sell your product to? Those kind of the things are you going to put into your business plan as well. But you can work, the, the best part about this is you can do things simultaneously. You can look for a location and do your research on your target audience. What the neighborhood that you want to be in, what's that neighborhood look like? What's the makeup of the neighborhood? Things of that nature. So did you, you did this all on your own? Doing all of the research and uh, about the land and, and all that, the things that you were considering, what you had written on paper, this is something you did all on your own? Yeah, the first thing I did was, like I said, I, I envisioned and wrote it down. Then I put everything in a um, outline kind of a form. So I've got the outline kind of form as far as land. My husband and I went out look for land, physically look for land. We had a realtor to say, you know, I found land over here. Take a look at this land at this location. Well, the research, for example, the community makeup I got from the Census Bureau. Oh, so okay. you, you use every, every resource that you can to pull the information that you want out of it. And you can use the, um, the Internet to point to that kind of location, that kind of information. So, so part of that research was looking at the kind of clients, potential clients you were going to have. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in knowing this. Knowing that you're doing all this work and putting all these plans and your business plan, putting all together, what was your emotional aspect of that? Was what did that feel like? That was exciting. It wasn't frustrating at all. It was very exciting uh, because that's what I did earlier. We talked about I me mean, working at Coca-Cola, project manager, business analyst. That's what a business analyst does. Okay. So you pull in all this information, putting it together, and. Uh, looking for an end result. Okay, so what were your next step? Once you've um, got everything on paper and you have did your research and canvassed the area to find the area that you were looking for, what was the next step for you? The next step for me 
was to get in touch with the SBA. I found a, I, I, I say well, that, but. Let me ask you a question. I'm, mm-hmm. I do apologize for stopping. Okay. You're using an acronym. Help my audience to know what that SBA, just in case someone don't know. Okay. The SBA stands for the uh, Small Business Administration. Okay. I went to the Small Business Administration, placed an application with them, had their application, and waited to get it approved. Once it was a, once they approved it, that means that they guarantee a certain amount of the loan. Oh, okay. They sent me to another bank who would finance the other half of the loan. So we ended up with two loans financed through the as the SB uh, the Small Business Administration as the guarantor on one of them, and then us as the, as the guarantor on the other. After I did that, the next step was for me to find a daycare and actually go to work in a daycare. That way I could see, I could get get a mentor and see what's all involved in a daycare because I'd never owned a daycare before. I never worked in education before. So I didn't, I wasn't really sure. I had an envision in my mind of what I wanted, but I wasn't sure if I knew everything that it took to get the daycare up and going. So by this time you have identified a location that you, that you, uh, we're looking at getting. You got your loan that says, yes, I can do it. Now you're just basically saying, let me get a mentor to help me to, to see how things work in a daycare so I, you can have something to go off of. Is that correct? That's kind of correct. But actually, yes, I had applied for the loan. I didn't get the loan immediately. It oh. took them a good month and a half to get me the loan. In that, during that month and a half time, I found a mentor. It's always good to have a mentor to guide you along the way to help you so that you don't make the same kinds of mistakes okay. as they do or, you know, from someone inexperienced. You want to benefit from their knowledge. And that's what I did. And in the, once that was approved, I already had a builder. Uh, the mentor, the lady I used as a mentor had a builder. I used his, her builder. He began working on, on the daycare and the next thing I know, two years later, the daycare was built. So, did you envision all along to have a daycare built from the no, ground up? No. My initial thought was, it's because I'm thinking small. I'm not letting God work things out. I'm trying to think things out myself. And I'm thinking, well, what I do was to get a house, buy a house, renovate that house, and use that house as a daycare. But I'm thinking too small. God came in and said, no, that's not what you want to do. You want to build a daycare from the ground up. So I did. The house that I was looking at would have held 30 children. The daycare that I built holds 125. Oh, wow. Look at God, okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's great information. Um, so was there anything, because you pretty much said once that flow went, you were, what, 13 years later, you still in your daycare? Still in the daycare. Um and it's going successfully? Yes. So the next thing, and I, and I know we're short on time, but then the next podcast, I'd like to invite you to come back. Oh, I'd love to. Great. I'd like for you to share some of your insight on what your your clients, your parents, what parents should look, really look for mm-hmm. when they're trying to pick a place to store up, you know, for their loved ones to be able to go and learn what, what, what they need to look for. I have some suggestions. 
And I would love to come back and go over that with you. Okay, podcast family, this is great, great information. I know someone may be looking to learn this information. And next time, we're going to talk about how to select the best daycare learning center for your children. So until next time, keep in mind when all is said and done, and we've completed this journey we call life, what would matter most is not what we have achieved, but rather who we have become. I want to thank each and every one of you for stopping by. And remember, start your day in the most encouraging way with the Breakfast of Champion. Check out our website at beingachampion.org and give us your feedback. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Be a Champion Foundation podcast. 